0: Alright. Uh how's everybody doing? This is uh hated here. My name is David. Um that guy over there is soup hater one oh one on Twitter. Yes. Soup
1: <laughs> <Soup-hater>. Wow dude. <laughs> yes, okay. For the record, I fucking hate soups. Uh-huh. I hate all soups. That includes menudo. Uh-huh. Okay. That includes that includes menudo. Okay. 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 That includes abundigas. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. The only one it might not include, uh-huh. depending on my mood, is fuh. okay, and it has.
0: uh oh, I can't. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, it's the most overrated look, soup of all time.
1: Look, man. Oh. There's no logic here. No logic, <sighs> just vibes. No logic, just vibes. Soup is so good, dude. It's so nutritious. It's, it, it soup is like.
0: Like, it's like the, it's like the, the, the working class, like, fucking meal. You know oh what I mean? God. No, no, no. Honestly, <laughs> let's think about this. What kind of bougie loving asshole hates? <laughs> not I'm just kidding. <laughs> me, bitch. I guess <laughs> me. He's like, I'll, uh, I'll have my, uh, 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 poached salmon, please. On a cedar plank. I'm just like, I love pescado poached salmon on a cedar plank. With some couscous and a nice uh, 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 apple slaw. Like, okay, we get it. We get it, dude. You know? You don't like soup. We get it, dude.
1: <laughs> I never said any of that. I just said I don't like soup. You didn't have to say it, dude. You said it when you said you hated soup. Listen, man. What's I up? don't want my food. Floating in fucking water, bro. For the
0: record. Hold on. For the record. Okay. I just want everybody to know that usually when we get together, I'm the guy that cooks. Okay. But there's one thing that I submit to Joseph to cook. All right. And it's sopita. And you know what sopita literally is? Tell them. What? Dude? Tell them what it's sopita Little, It's fucking soup. And that's like his it's signature dish is soup. soup. And he's always bragging yeah. about how good it is and how much he loves it. But he a- right. allegedly hates soup.
1: My sopita <laughs> is better than your sopita. It's better than your mom's sopita. It's better than your grandmother's sopita. Okay. Right. But you fucking but hate I it, hate don't you? Soup. What you fucking <laughs> <laughs> What Dude, when word. I eat topita, I don't even eat drink. I don't eat topita a lot with well, like with a lot with the with the juice with, with
0: the, the broth, broth. Yeah, right? No. Yeah, no. I I also like eating pasta without flavor like a psychopath. All right, so one of the things I wanted to <coughs> talk about today. <coughs> one of the things I wanted to talk about today. All right, did you see that uh, Amazon is set to acquire One Medical?
1: Listen, yeah, I did not see that until you sent it to me, and like. I know we were already already living in some kind of dystopian hell.
0: Right, we're like Amazon is king.
1: Right. Where Amazon is king. But Jesus. Here's dude, the thing, okay. That's... Let
0: me let me describe to you how One Medical describes itself, okay? One Medical is a membership-based primary care service that promises customers, quote, twenty-four-seven access to virtual care. The company operates in a dozen major US markets according to its website and works with over 8,000 companies to offer one medical health benefits to their employees. Now here's something else that needs to be said. Okay. Amazon, as you know, has already acquired whole foods. You guys remember whole foods. Amazon is now Amazon whole foods or whatever. So that was supermarket. But in, in, uh, in 2018, they acquired something called PillPack, which is an online pharmacy. Uh. Okay. This is important because what Amazon is doing, all right, is Amazon is literally working to create. We talked about this, fuck. We talked about this in the episode, I think, where we talked about Elon Musk, and coming to Texas, and we talked about how we thought eventually these tech companies would create these cities surrounding yeah. their their plants. This is exactly what Amazon needs to finish that city, dude. They have it's, their it's, grocery it's store. Like, we're, we're talking about Texas. We're talking about Arizona where they're giving out vouchers for private school funding, which uh, how hard is that of a market for Amazon to break into? Am I right? You know what I mean? So you're talking about right. private education. You're talking about this giant warehouse. Basically, Amazon would control the life of their workers. Dude, they would be slaves to Amazon.
1: It's, it's, it's feudalism. It's, Amaz- not no, it's, it's not even modern day. No, it's not even modern day. It's feudalism,
0: pure and simple. Just like straight to the point. Period. By definition, yeah. we're talking going to an Amazon doctor, getting Amazon pills, buying Amazon food, eating Amazon off of Amazon plates, using Amazon's cookware inside Amazon homes, going to Amazon work, and being driven by Amazon self-driving cars, powered by Tesla, <laughs> powered by Don't Tesla voters. Be- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't catch on fire bitch
0: And every night having to hear then, Jeff Bezos fly into space So that somebody can read him a lullaby While he's in the stratosphere
1: But then you know what they would have They would have public funded firefighters too Because of course
0: like, yeah, Right exactly Public funded firefighters Their The vouchers for the school would be Supplemented by fucking tax subsidies Tax dollars. Uh, fucking yeah. Uh, uh, they they'd have public funded, uh, localized police forces.
1: You know what I mean, right? And it would be paid but for by taxpayers. Have a private, right, but then they'd have a private, a private, to, a cop force, a private like police force that would protect headquarters.
0: That's what I'm saying. They would have a private police yeah. force, and then here's the cool part: is eventually what Amazon would do is Amazon would be like. Uh listen, workers, uh even though we have i <laughs> insane amount of tax cuts this year, uh uh, you know, somebody needs to pay back all these uh fucking shit that taxpayers are, are paying for. So uh the taxes in uh Amazon uh cities, uh you know, Am- Amazon municipalities as they're called, is gonna go up. And eventually like the workers gonna have no money. <laughs> Like basically, the only money they'll have is enough money to go to these like Amazon stores and buy their Amazon food, and then pay the Amazon rent in their Amazon home, and then from there, Amazon could do the thing where they open up like Prime theaters for free for their employees. And it becomes like, wow, let's go, let's go. You know, today's today's my green day. Today we can go down to the theater and see whatever we want, kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, and it's like, isn't doesn't isn't it nice that Amazon takes care of you? Look at Stop. look at everything Amazon's doing for you, man. They're giving you because... food and 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 a home that you can afford. And and look, you can go to the movies for free. How fucking cool is Amazon
1: that they do that for you, bro? Right. I mean, look, dude. We already have we already kind of have something like that with the fucking Walmart workers. Right. Like Walmart workers don't get paid enough that they can't even afford to buy shit from Walmart. So Walmart workers are one of the highest people, highest percentage of, of workers in the country who live off of things like food stamps or right. you know what I mean? So so essentially, right, fucking taxpayers are paying a certain amount of money right, right. because they, the, the Walmart workers use federal money to survive of wages because Walmart won't give living wages. Right. right like that, that's 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 like a microcosm of the situation where we live in a world where uh, amazon now has amazon city i mean we already have google campuses we already have apple campuses Right. you know what i mean like i don't know how much you've uh, are familiar with like what apple campuses have but apple campuses yeah. have everything they have doctors they have fucking piss they have hospitals so you know it's just the weird thing or dystopian with amazon is that amazon now uh is in a position because right. of their so their business is so central to the entire movement of networks and and online sp- on the online space that they're in the middle of everything they can uh <laughs> they they can fucking co-opt everything right so
0: and they're going you know. to they absolutely fucking are yeah yeah they absolutely are and and there's nothing we could do about it dude we're 100% just forced to go along for the ride and that's going to be the future that that sort of gets um it sort of gets clearer as it goes along that you know these companies are we talked about this when we talk about global warming and stuff like that where these rich people kind of feel like they can just leave us behind you know yeah, and and I feel like this is like really the end game here, you know, just massive municipalities dedicated to corporations, and everyone else gets left in the wasteland.
1: Yeah, like if I were a conspiracy theorist, dude, which right. I kind of am, you know, I don't think you are hearts, as
0: long as you just love the idea of why, conspiracy theories.
1: That's that's why I study them, right? Right. Like if I was a conspiracy <laughs> theorist, yeah, I would say that all these like homeless law, there's like laws, like, I don't know if you saw what they did in Austin, right? Or in Dallas. Yeah, I did, yeah. Where essentially, it's a, it's illegal to be homeless now. Right. Now they, like, can put you in jail. They're just fucking labor camps, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw that, uh, I think it's Georgia or Louisiana. Can't remember. Um, so they got a lot of money from the American Rescue Plan, mm-hmm. right? they have to spend that money or else, you know, if, if you, if you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. Right. And what they're going to do with it is they're going to build three prisons.
0: Oh, okay. We need more of those.
1: Right. And the, <laughs> the, the treasury department under Biden is like, Oh, well, state's rights, state's right. rights, I guess, you know, right. and they are absolutely not going to do a goddamn thing about it.
0: Well, there was, I mean, was it the dude in Arizona? There was a one fucking senator recently who straight out was like, without prison labor, our state would fail.
1: Oh, it was, it was, um, it wasn't recently. It was like in 2018. That video was going around again. Oh, okay. I don't remember why but that, that video was going around again. And I think it was Louisiana where essentially he was like, if we don't have hard labor, if we're not allowed to have hard labor, our prison systems will. F- our economy, state economy, will fail.
0: It reminds me of that song by Killer Mike, uh, Reagan. For those of you who haven't heard it, go hear it. <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard it, and you're like one of those dudes who's like, like you know, like a soft liberal. Not what I mean by soft liberal isn't isn't what the right means, but I don't mean like weak. I mean like a soft liberal, like somebody who's uh, barely into liberal politics, kind of deal. When you hear that song. Uh, you know, try not to cry about your heroes being dead or whatever. But um, in Reagan, he talks about uh, how slavery is still alive if you just look at the 13th Amendment. Because it prohibits slavery, but it allows for indentured servitude through, through the state. You know, basically work right. camps in jail.
1: And right. that is the
0: absolute fucking truth dude and so I mean when you have like state economies that are entirely dependent on it it means that there are state economies entirely dependent on crime, state economies that are entirely dependent on people being arrested, state economies that are entirely dependent on people breaking laws and so those states tend to have stricter laws with stricter penalties with longer prison sentences because their economy depends on it, they're literally saying hey man if we can't break people's backs we can't survive and breaking people's backs is more important than uh freedom cuz our money's more important oh, yeah. than freedom you know
1: there's there's a video on uh youtube by this channel creator or the creators called knowing better oh and he and he does a thing he did a video it's like an hour and a half it's this like one of really... these Alex
0: Jones guys you've been the uh watching lately no no no
1: no no no, this is not a uh
0: a research thing
1: this is not a conspiracy theory video it's a video where (laughs) uh it's like an actual historic historical like look at at like the institution of slavery and he traces the institution of slavery from like you know all free men in the declaration of independence to like contract leasing i don't know if you know but there were certain states in the south that actually contract leased slaves oh yeah like it was uh, in like you know and so his whole his whole bit is like the thesis right the question the research question of his video is when was the last free when was the last slave freed in the united states bro it was 1952 <laughs> really the- the last legal slave, the last like slave not indentured servitude, not servitude by like you know right. contract leasing the last slave was 1952
0: Jesus you know what it, you know what it reminds me of there's this uh there's this post of that that little girl that's being oh uh, god damn it I can't remember her name I feel like shit I'm not remembering her name but it's a little girl who uh had to be escorted into school.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Dude, somebody posted a picture over and they were like in case you thought <laughs> like racism really. was like dead or whatever. Like sh- yeah. she's like 60 years old. She works at like she's yeah. still like working. Like she she's in yeah. her, fi- her 50s or early 60s. She's still like like alive and working, dude, like Yeah. Like that's Sorry, how I was All wrong. That shit is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: It was nice it was 1942 not 1952 oh, okay. but <laughs> yeah found, i've seen that photo
0: yeah um i i i don't know i i know that this whole this whole uh this idea we know recently there was this judge not recently i think it was like a few years ago already but you know he got arrested because he was sentencing kids to like massive prison sentences for these like really small things and he was getting kickbacks from the prison for it yeah he had sentenced like 200 and some kids so dude I mean this is like very clearly very fucking clearly like uh, an issue of uh I guess not just morality but but legality the idea is how legal can it be for a company like Amazon to be able to do what the state essentially does
1: it was in Pennsylvania in 2020.
0: Okay, so it wasn't that long. In long.
1: August, a federal judge rejected reducing the sentence of a former Pennsylvania judge who became infamous for taking bribes to keep a private juvenile prison full of children.
0: <sighs> what a dickhead!
1: He became known as the "Kids for Cash" judge. Right. His name was. Yeah, it's here. It. A judge. M- Mark Cia Ciavarella. C I A V A R E L A. Civarella. Two point eight million fucking dollars in kickbacks. How much in kickbacks? Two point eight million.
0: Two point eight million dollars in kickbacks. Two point eight million dollars in kickbacks, kids. Just think about that, okay? This dude is sentencing your kids to to prison. For just an indiscriminate amount of time, and yeah. and he's doing it for two point eight million dollars. Two point eight million dollars, dude. Like, how much is your kid's life worth? How much is a life worth? But again, dude, the question becomes: What is the legality? Can, can Amazon? Will the state allow Amazon to operate in an app as is that kind of an apparatus that allows people to do that?
1: I was just thinking, like, okay, does that mean? Does that imply that Amazon is gonna have like its own laws, its own like? Or do they allow Amazon to like,
0: incorporate itself, and in, not like a corporation, but like, uh, a, a city? Like, do they allow it to incorporate itself as like a municipality? Because look what they're, they're literally I buying remember- up—all the things you need to survive.
1: I re- right. I was just about to say, remember that when Facebook rolls into a city, right, right. they did it in Los Lunas, in New Mexico. When Facebook rolls into a city, part of the negotiation is usually Facebook or these tech companies want a representative on their city municipality. Like want, want some kind of representative um, right. to, fucking, you know, sit on like the you know city council. Um, or, you know, that type of thing, because suddenly they feel like they fucking deserve it or whatever they feel. I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, dude, I
0: think, I think, uh, I think the potential is there, like I said, with, with everything that's been happening with everything that, you know, this, Sort of like mitigated climate change disasters and and you know civil unrest and everything. Do, you know what's to prevent them from incorporating themselves? What's you know who's to say that the we give so much leeway to companies, dude? You know what I mean? Like who's to say that the state won't be like, you know what? Yeah, let the let them have their own police force. Let them have their own fucking I don't know. I guess emergency services and shit. And then and then they just hold these people hostage, dude. It's
1: it's just, I mean, it just—I mean—it reminds me of Ray Bradbury. It yeah,
0: I was gonna say it seems very like dystopian, novelish, like a very sort of like um. I was thinking more along the lines of like Aldous Huxley kind of deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Brave New World, sort of, where like everybody's kind of like separated by their class and and what they do or whatever. But but at the end of the day, you know, I know it seems far fetched. it's just that we live in a world right now where everything is so comic book villain come to life. I don't know how, I don't know how much more we can say that seems outlandish. I like, you know, real life is so beyond fucking parody anymore. You know what I mean? Like there's so often that I read the news and I'm like, that's like comic book villain, bad guy. I seriously can't, you know, like Jeff Bezos. Hey, uh, can you guys destroy a bridge so I can move my boat? That's fucking comic book villain, bad guy, dude. That's wild to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what That's like a plot. That has to be like a plot from like a nineteen fifties like Batman serial, you know? Like I... Hey, don't
1: bring up Batman right now. Okay. Don't don't do it.
0: Oh god, this is a fucking worst segue. Why? Tell me why. Tell me. What's up with Batman? What did he do? Huh? Where was Bruce Wayne did on January sixth?
1: Where was Bruce Wayne on January sixth, dude? <laughs>
0: huh? We know Probably he's possibly fucking...
1: chasing my pants, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: he's a dude with the zip ties. Fucking. You <laughs> know, in the, the tag suit.
1: <laughs> the dude with the zip ties, dude. Exactly. In the ta- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, yeah, dude. That would be fucking Batman. Yeah. He's got all the tack gear. He's got the zip ties because he's nonviolent air quotes (laughs) he just wants to talk bro he just just wants wants to to talk
0: talk. dude every time I think of Batman being like a bougie defender I always think of that SNL skit where they're like Batman somebody needs to stop him
1: (laughs) Oh, I mean did you see that, that video of the cop wearing the Batman mask in like Michigan or so, something? So,
0: so I did, but I also, I also, uh, real quick, you know, speaking, of, like, yes, I did see the cop wearing the Batman mask, and yes, I know cops and Batman and the Punisher, I know, but I actually it, saw this. We all know. Right. I saw the story of this dude. He's like this obsessed Batman fan, and he's like, um, he's, he's like, like kind of rich, I guess, and his his wife left him, and so he has to take care of his kids and all this shit, but at night he dresses up like Batman and he patrols, I think it's like Seattle and he like, like legitimately like, calls the cops on people who are breaking the law and you know, people take mm-hmm. pictures with mm-hmm. him and shit like that, and there's a dude out there who, who also now dresses like the Joker to like, counter him but they're friends you know, because it's like all publicity or whatever, but here's the thing, he was like, yeah, you know, when, you know, the, the, the protests came, you know, the George Floyd protests, uh, I got some buddies in the police department, and I was like, no, Batman, no, and he was like, and they called me, and they were like, hey, you know, you think you come show out your support for the blue, and I was like, absolutely, because I knew in my heart that, you know, uh, if, you know, if Batman were real, he he would support our police officers and so he like went out there and was like walking with the police officers and like so and I was like dude, God, I hated damn it dude, so dude I fucking arts, dude.
1: <laughs> I hated you so fucking much bro.
0: But yeah wait, Batman, Batman showed up in the fucking George Floyd protest, dude he showed out for the fucking cops, dude.
1: That's all right. And who's surprised, huh? Hey, did you see the did you see the? I you know we haven't really talked about like institutional politics because it's a fucking joke. It's a meme. But did you see um the Josh Hawley clip today at the January sixth commission?
0: Uh, that's my long sigh. No, I didn't. What did he do?
1: Uh,
0: what did he do? Okay,
1: he didn't do anything. Oh. Okay. He didn't do anything, but the January sixth, the January sixth commission trolled him. Oh, it Was kind of funny, actually. Okay. It was kind of funny. They oh. showed him running away. Uh huh. They showed him running away from like when the when the when the pro when the nonviolent peaceful protesters were coming into the. Those are there are heavy air quotes there, right? Like, right. it's it's sarcastic. Right. When they were coming into the building, he he took off running, and he, they showed him running down the stairs. They showed him running down the 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 hallway, and it was after he gave everybody the Heil Haley thing, like yeah. he like you know, which fit, is wild. I've never yeah. seen
0: a politician run from his donors.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's you know that's also a thing that happened because. Of like I don't know, man.
0: Because he was saying that it wasn't violent, yeah, like, that he wasn't scared, that yeah, these look—these were peaceful protesters. Okay, Like all these guys were dude—they wanted to come in, take some pictures, break some windows, threaten to behead some people. Who doesn't do that? You know what I'm saying? You ever go to somebody's house and you're like, "God damn it, Tammy, I don't like these curtains. Bring me a fucking machete in your head."
1: That's a joke. That's a joke we play. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. Honestly dude, it's it's weird, but I I I uh, yeah. They were they were rolling fucking Josh Hawley today at that thing.
0: <laughs> well good for them, dude. I'm glad they got a uh jab and since they're not doing anything else. Did you see Mary Garland was like this is the most important investigation in the history. Well yeah, dude. After, the Department all, of Justice. after all the flack
1: Yeah. After all the flack after all he the
0: flack he took, but he still didn't say whether or not he was gonna prosecute. He's just like,
1: we yeah, need to yeah, take this they seriously. Don't talk about, they don't talk about investigations. Yes, they do. Supposedly.
0: Yes, they do. You know what I mean? Yes, they do. Let me tell you how I know, okay?
1: Um, uh, I'm making a new to call me.
0: <laughs> 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 Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Talk about bringing it back full fucking circle holy shit we would have never been here if that were the fucking truth we would have never fucking been here if that were the truth oh my I fucking hate you so bad dude oh god you just like PTSD dude I just brought oh, I remember everybody taking pictures of Comey and they had that one picture of him swearing his oath and everybody took him in there they were like the brave James Comey I'm like he's my what the fuck he's why we're here
1: I I I have nothing, man. I I wish that I, may he never rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> may may he never know peace. He's
0: not dead. He's just dead on the inside. Fucking piece of shit. Ah, oh, dude. God damn, dude. You just brought up a whole flood of memories for 2016. I, I thought I put these years behind me. Comey and. You know who else? Roger Stone. Which, by the way, Roger Stone was in the news recently because they found his texts. They were able to, oh like, shit, yeah, mm-hmm. like uncover his texts from January six and also from the uh, from the months leading up to the uh, insurrection, and then, uh, um, oh
1: shit, yeah. So, but it was... not the Secret Service.
0: No, not the the Secret Service. Here's the thing. Why do you think they deleted their text messages? What do you think they had on them?
1: They were transferring their data, dude. Come on. No,
0: no, no, no. no. I understand that it's very suspicious or whatever. (laughs) Okay, I understand. But I'm saying, like, why do you think they deleted them? No, I was being
1: sarcastic.
0: No, I know. I know. But here's what I'm saying. Like, Do you think that they deleted them? because they were trying to protect the president or do you think they deleted them because they were like bro we're going to have to bust a cap in this dude huh? like do you think they are like trying to cover their own ass
1: I honestly don't know like given honestly, the situation don't. I mean my cynic- right, my cynicism would, would would lead me to believe that um what's his name the, the head of the secret service was um not necessarily. The head of the Secret Service was not necessarily opposed to what was going on, and maybe he expressed that in a way that would make him look unfavorable in the context of an investigation.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, that's fair. I was just curious.
1: I I wouldn't be surprised if they were expressing some kind of, like... You know, it's bad, what's happening type of thing. Yeah. But I don't know. It's a weird thing. It reminds me of that. uh, It actually is very reminiscent of Watergate where the secretary deleted 18 minutes of recorded tape. just, Just 18 minutes of that recorded tape. Right, And I don't know if you've ever seen the photo, if you've ever seen the photo of the reenactment of how she accidentally recor- deleted the tape, but it uh, feels like that. Uh, uh, like, she's like, dude, dude, she's like leaning back in the reenactment. She's like leaning back and she obviously, there's no way in hell she could touch the recording device, okay? There's no way in hell, uh, yeah. but she's leaning back. And that's how she supposedly deleted everything. And there's a photo of her doing it, the reenactment.
0: You know what? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, when Trump Tower was burning. And me and you were like, they're they're, they're getting rid of evidence, aren't they? And then, and, then, <laughs> and then they were like, no, you know, it's, it's an empty file room. And there's nothing in there really or whatever. And then recently they were like, it appears that some evidence was lost during the Trump fire. And then I looked at you and I was like, yeah, kind of. Kind of dumb,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) Kind of dumb. Kind of like,
1: no shit,
0: right? Right. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't, you didn't need a Sherlock Holmes for this one. I'm sorry to say, I think Mr. Magoo could have figured this out. You
1: you don't say.
0: By the way, Mr. Magoo Kids is a cartoon about an old man who can't see. I forgot. I forgot how old I am.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, but you know who is old? Okay. Joe Biden. Uh Uh-huh. And you know why that's bad?
0: Why? It's not like he has some sort of debilitating respiratory syndrome, is it?
1: Oh, well, unfortunately for Joe Biden, he does. Oh,
0: fuck. Dude, that's not good.
1: (laughs) Dude, okay, okay. But here's my thing uh-huh. with this whole Joe Biden having COVID. Okay. okay. Here's my thing. Okay. Remember remember during the Trump presidency? Yeah. When everybody was like, oh, maybe we can impeach Trump. But then there was always that sudden realization that that mean fucking Mike Pence would be president. Right. 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 Like there was this undertone of today of like fuck <laughs> dude, what if Joe Biden dies? And then in my head I was like, but god damn it, dude, that means we would have Kamala Harris oui. for our president.
0: La esperanza and then, de todo and then they would
1: like oh fuck that dude,
0: dude. <laughs> fuck that dude.
1: But then also but then also fuck Vicente Fox. But then also, right? Like <laughs> they would probably like nominate Pete Buttigieg to be the new vice president.
0: Right. And, you know, that's a big step because, I don't know if you know this, that guy fucking won Iowa. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Shut the
0: fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Dude, every time somebody brings up Pete Buttigieg, I say that shit. I don't care where it is. Conversation, just one time I was with Amanda and her. Her friends and she was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I got a chance to meet that Pete, uh what's his name, Um the one running for president, um, uh, Pete Buttigieg." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that guy won fucking Iowa," and then everybody just at me like, "What the fuck?"
1: You're a fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> Nobody gets why that's funny except for you, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? No understands a fucking the, the absolute it. hilarity behind that statement. dude. you say it every fucking time? And no, everybody just looks at me like, why? What? what does that matter?"
1: one—they <sighs> don't probably—they probably have no idea that he won Iowa for anything that matters. Like a normal person, a normal person probably not even know why that's relevant, much less funny.
0: I know, and then every time somebody tells me about Kamala, I go, I go, "Oh God, don't come here." And she goes, "What?" And I'm just like, "Don't fucking come here, dude!" And just, they're like, dude, "What are you talking about?" Come. I'm like, "Never
1: mind." <laughs> do not come.
0: Do not come. And that's gonna be her fucking Joe. Joe Biden's gonna be like, "We're passing everything on to Kamala." And then she's the first. Her first act is gonna be like, "All right, first of all, we're closing down the border, um, to my Mexican comrades." What I really want to say is, from the bottom of my heart, that's the Esperanza de Mexico. Do not come. No, no bienes. No bienes.
1: No bienes. No bienes. Por favor.
0: Por favor. No bienes por favor.
1: Bro, I I don't understand what the fuck we sent. I don't <laughs> think I have a real grip on Mexican politics, politics enough to know. The nuances of what the fuck uh, Vicente Fox was talking about when he called Kamala Harris the the hope of Mexico.
0: Dude, I was like La Esperanza de Mexico, and I was like, does that still mean what I think it fucking, I was like, (laughs) so I fucking Googled, and I was like, maybe my Spanish is bad, and I was like, Spanish to English, Esperanza, and it was like hope, and I was like, huh. Spanish-to-English new translation, Esperanza. And it was like, hope. And I was like, huh. Weird that that is the word they chose.
1: Weird.
0: Did they mean Esmeralda? Like that old novella? What? What what could they mean? Anybody remember Esmeralda? Did anybody else's grandma see that shit? (laughs)
1: No. (laughs) It's just you, bitch. Just just you.
0: I'm pretty sure there's like a whole shitload of motherfuckers in Mexico, too. But, dude, I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, seriously, what
1: the fuck? I mean, it must it it must be because she went to central america and told people to stop coming through mexico dude like that must be it which then implies that vicente for vicente fox is just a fucking nationalist piece of shit i mean he's always been a nationalist piece of shit but like but like you know jesus christ dude
0: i was going to say that's literally what it is is that vicente fox was like this is the only hope for mexico she doesn't want us in america and she doesn't want those filthy south americans in mexico Finally, someone willing to say it.
1: Yeah. You know. I mean, because is not doing anything about it, so, you know.
0: Right. Well, I mean, Mexico as a whole, dude. Somebody the other day posted this, like, video of these cartel dudes, like, lined up. It was like a whole fucking army of cartel dudes with trunks, and I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Three percenters could never, by the way, but I just like, oh, my God, dude, that shit's crazy. (laughs) Let's (laughs) let <laughs> so I I, okay. I was
1: when I saw that video of, of when I saw that video of the cartel yeah with the fucking army trucks, I was like, man, those must be American guns. Thanks, they Obama. Are. Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it is, it was yeah. Operation Fast and Furious, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I tell people all the time, dude, like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I guess I know too many people in the military. I think my extension of people that I know in the military. It's too vast for me to, like, still believe that, like, you know, we can paint them all with the hero brush. You know what I mean?
1: Because yeah. every
0: time I talk to somebody who knows, like, they're like, my son's in the military, and he's a hero. I always think of that shit because I always think, like, you know, like, you guys know, like, the soldiers who are, like, coming back from Iraq, and they're like, yeah, man, it was fucked up, man. It was, it was shit. But I happen to know the soldiers who come back from Iraq and are fucked up like that, and then I also happen to know the soldiers who come back from Iraq and are like, anyway, dog, we're gonna sell a shitload of AKs to these fucking. You know <laughs> like, like, it's just like, like you just hear rumors of that shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's always some motherfucker who's like, anyway, yo, bro, if you ever want to throw a grenade, let me know. And I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah, like it's reported as a field loss. You're like, hey, man, like, don't, don't tell me that. <laughs>
1: Where can I get my hands on one of those field loss M4s, bro? That's what right. I need to know. Right? Like, hey, man,
0: I don't, I don't think you should tell me <laughs> that. I don't want to be an accomplice when you get busted. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just it's weird for me, dude, because every time something happens in Mexico where, like, they find guns or, like, they arrest, like, you know, like, I remember a few years ago, they arrested some Navy SEALs for selling weapons for the cartels. People in America were like, wow, what a disgrace to the country. And I was like, you think that's bad? Those dudes over there training them. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like America has their hand in that pot, dude. So, when you see the cartels and they're armed to the teeth, those are American guns. And when you see them like taking cover and learning how to attack, reload, those are American tactics. You know what I mean? Like that's that's America. Yeah. through Like and through, when, baby,
1: when the Taliban came up, and they remember well, we we weren't on when we were talking when that when that was going on when they were talking about oh the, that's right yeah that's, we were talking about the. When they the Taliban took over the palace or whatever, like okay. all the photos of the dudes standing in the palace after they took over the fucking the the after the Taliban took over the palace, all of them had like trigger discipline that yeah. you know American taught them. Right. Like you know right. that's like American taught.
0: Yeah, all of them are like like suddenly hating their like darker Taliban's. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, you guys got that from the Americans, for sure. For sure. <laughs> no, dude, it's true. It's true. I was in the hospital when that happened. <laughs> when they took over the base, dude. And I remember me and you, like, frantically texting and calling each other. Because the doctors would come in and they'd be like, All right, I gotta go. I gotta go. My doctor's here. And they'd, like, hang up the phone. And they'd be like, so what's up, man? And then he's like, hey, so uh, we did some blood work. And I'm like, hurry yeah, hurry up. <laughs> get to the point i want to get back to talking about how we lost to the taliban for the record guys we didn't talk about this we're We're almost out of time so i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it up now since we didn't get the chance to talk about it um you will often hear disgruntled white people sorry i meant conservatives say stuff like uh know, uh medicare and medicaid and welfare is just transferring wealth from people who earned it to people who are lazy Let's talk about the greatest transfer of wealth in the history of American uh, politics recently. Uh, And it is the uh, several, you know, couple trillion dollars that went into. So we transfer trillions into Afghanistan. Okay. Then here's what we do. We get a bunch of people. We hire a bunch of people to go rebuild their economy. Using, you know, local agencies, stuff like that, right? And local businesses, blah, blah, blah. So guess what? They transfer even more wealth into their economy, right? And then check this out. Before we leave, we're like, hey, uh, we're going to leave trillions of dollars worth of shit here. So guess what we did? We transferred even more wealth into their economy. You know what I mean? So just remember that uh, we could create a high-speed monorail system, universal healthcare for 10 years. And I don't mean... The shitty universal healthcare. I mean, the good shit. I mean, the Bernie Sanders universal healthcare, which, by the way,
1: the gold package. We,
0: when we finally get it, it should be called the Sanders bill. You know what I mean? Like, if we don't name universal healthcare after Bernie Sanders, that's just Democrats being dicks. Like, that's just uh, top of the line. So anyway, okay, you could have had universal healthcare. You could have had your debt for school forgiven. You could have had a monorail system, right? And that universal healthcare includes dental care, vision, and mental care, okay? And you could have had it all for, like, $300 million more than what we spent in Afghanistan. And by the way, we didn't bring home anything from Afghanistan. <laughs> so, yeah, so just remember that, you know, the next time, you know, you guys ever think about, like, hey, man, um... Where does my tax dollars go? It goes to other countries and other people. So when you hear people bitch about... Wait. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. Finish your thought.
0: When you hear people bitch about the transfer of wealth and you hear people bitch about welfare and you hear people bitch about welfare kings and queens and all this other stupid shit, oh, how come that lady's on food stamps but she has a cell phone? You know, when you hear just any stupid shit like that, just remember, right now, there is some dude With more rights than you in another country, okay? Firing a full auto M four into the wind like a fucking just you know, just living true freedom. One (laughs) hundred percent. As defined by the American conservative Nexus, you know? Their idea of freedom, you know what I mean? Like just guns and women, right? Just having a blast in the in the desert with your money and your equipment and your tax dollars. Hard at work. Instead of them going to you, just remember that, guys. All
1: right. Just remember that we got owned. We got beat oh, by, dudes flip-flops.
0: Yeah, dudes flip-flops. by
1: dudes in flip flops. Yeah, dudes in flip flops.
0: By dudes in flip flops. Yeah, yeah. And just you know, just another thing. What? This is a second sec- second years, the second time, by the way. But second. fifty years, it's the Second time. And by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just just for noting this okay just cuz we got our asses kicked and we lost this like <laughs> fucking very crucial war okay the people who sent us to war and the people who voted for war and supported the war are also the same the people who supported this massive transfer of wealth are also the same people who are like how come she has food stamps when she also has a cell phone like same dude same dude just just same think about dude. that
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to end on a funny note. We we didn't even get to talk about... Okay, well, we didn't even get to talk about Nancy Pelosi's husband investing in chips, microchips, while they're about about to pass the microchip bill.
0: I'm just glad this is the first time
1: this (laughs) has happened. How do you sit there and support... Or say that, like, you, you know, she's, like, the girl boss of girl bosses, right? When this is, the, like, the fifth time in two years where her husband and her fucking money is literally, like, you know, insider trading, bro. Like, she not only defended insider trading, she's doing the insider trading.
0: Yeah.
1: In front of us, in real time. Right. It's crazy to me.
0: But I think that's what it, makes it. You, know you know what isn't? that
1: micro- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, yeah, yeah, literally. You know what that that microchip bill reminds me of? Because the microchip companies are saying, look, we need these, I think it's like seventy-six billion fucking dollars. Okay. Yeah. We need this blank check, at least seventy-six billion dollars, or we're gonna leave the country. Right. Right. You know what that reminds me of? Oh. It reminds me of when Mountain Star Group showed up to El Paso and was like, we need this $50, $50 million stadium or the team is not going to come. Right. Remember that? Yeah. That's what this, that's what the, they're literally holding you hostage. And Nancy Pelosi is not only, A, going to be like, give them the money, but she's like, oh, by the way, let me make a little bit on the side first.
0: Let me get that kickback.
1: We've come full circle on the show. Alright.
0: I think we came full circle when you brought up Comey, you fucking bastard. That was uncalled for, man. That was just out of the blue. That hurt. <laughs> Look, dude. Let's just leave with this, okay? Your whole country is corrupt. And we've been saying this, but I think I'm going to say this every time we end the, the show. Or at least a lot of times when we end the show. Uh, Please consider local community resources, local community aid, please consider building up community defense, uh, learning to train with a weapon or two, uh, arming yourselves, preparing for the worst in general, and then uh, when the time comes, you know, uh, don't be nice about it anymore, because these people don't deserve it, and they don't understand anything else, so the only way we're ever going to get anything done is if we, uh, well, I guess I guess the only way we're ever going to get what we want is if we take it, because it is 100% apparent that they're not going to give it to us. So that's what I'll leave you with. I'll leave you with that. Alright, yeah, I'll see you guys soon. Alright, David and the Soup Hater out.